Hey, what's up, guys? Jeff here. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of GCC Talk, the weekly podcast from Grace Community Church in Crossville, Tennessee. Joined today by our queen of women's ministry, Teresa Breeding. Hello. And my stunning partner in crime and our youth director, Jessica Evans. Yay. Say hello. Hi. All right, hello. guys. Today we are doing a very special episode, one that I think is much, much needed. We're going to actually talk about how to start reading the Bible. And this is something I think that all of us, all Christians need. And if we believe that today's going to be great if you've never started reading the Bible or if you just need a refresher or somewhere to start, this would be a great podcast for you. So to start, I want to ask you guys what your favorite Bible translation is and your favorite Bible. Okay. So, Teresa, you want to start us off? All right. I would say my favorite translation, oh, that's kind of a toss-up. I like NIV, NLT, ESV. Oh, oh. <laughs> I like them all. Yeah. All of them. But my favorite Bible, that one's easy. I use the uh, Life Application Study Bible, and it's actually NLT, I think. And um, that's my favorite because it has a lot of explanation in it. Yeah. All right, Jessica, what's yours? My favorite Bible um, translation is uh, the message, I think. Mm. I just think it, it's so pretty the way that it's worded, and it makes so much sense. You can read it just like you're reading a novel or something like that, and I just love it. Mm-hmm. And my favorite Bible, I would say a journaling Bible. I have one that I can just make my own notes and little draw pictures in it. And they've got like the little lines in it where you can just take your own notes and just make notes for yourself or doodle. And I love that. So I would like that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't have one, but I'd like that. You need to get one. Um, you would you would really love it. You love to journal. Yes. <laughs> See, I, I've always thought I would like that because I wanted to journal. Because you found your journaling Bible at Ollie's, and mm-hmm. it was like $15. Yeah, Ooh, it, was, nice. it was a good it was price. so cheap. And mm-hmm. I, I went back several times looking for a more masculine one. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, mine's super girly. And, and they didn't have one. But in retrospect, I don't take written notes all that much. Yeah. I just I can't think and write. I can think and type. So I, I do more journaling and stuff on a computer. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, my favorite translation is... It does have to be NIV. I personally love NIV. Um, but my current Bible and my favorite Bible is NLT, and it's the Jesus-centered Bible. Mm-hmm. So you guys know how in the New Testament, most of your Bibles will have the words of Jesus in red? Yes. Well, this one has anything that's prophesying or talking about Jesus in the Old Testament, they have that in blue. Oh, so, that's cool. Yeah, so it's the whole Bible is about Jesus, and this, this Bible just makes it easier to see the correlations between mm-hmm. Jesus in the Old Testament and, and who Jesus is. I, it's, it's I also Bible. have a Bible, the same yeah. Bible. And I like that one too. It also gives commentary too. So like if you see a in the Old Testament, if you see blue where it talks about um, Jesus, it'll yeah. tell you like where the reference is coming from or, you know, why they why they said that that was Jesus. So yeah. I like oh, that. It explains yeah, it. I like that one a lot. I'll have I, to I, check that one out too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I do wish they had that in NIV because I do find that I prefer NIV translations yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but I do like the NLT, and it's perfect for teaching the teens from, because I think it's a little easier to understand. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, okay, we're going to jump in, and I mean, I guess I'll go ahead and start uh, with my little piece. I want to talk about just kind of an overview of the Bible. This is something that I kind of wish I had known when I first started reading the Bible, um, because when I first started reading, I didn't understand that the Bible's unlike any other book you've ever read, right? <laughs> so I started reading in Genesis, and this is I'm a very, very new Christian at the time. I start reading in Genesis. You can imagine by the time I got to Exodus and Leviticus, I was extremely confused. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember going on a road trip with my parents and I was reading in Genesis and it was all well and good. We had Noah and, and all this going on. And then I remember at some point in the trip getting into uh, the, the law and, and the stuff in Leviticus and, <laughs> and just thinking, huh. why what? do Christians not live like this today? <laughs> 
Yeah, that would be confusing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so th- that's one thing I want to talk about is the Bible is unlike any other book. It's it's not one massive book that you know God sat down and penned by His own hand, right? The Bible mm-hmm. is written by uh, you know so many different authors by the inspiration of God, and it's it's not just one book. It's actually sixty six books, right? Um, and these sixty six books are broke up into a, a Old Testament, or you know the, the first part, and then the New Testament where Jesus came, and and so it's broken up there. And so I always encourage people when they start to read the Bible that they start in the New Testament. Yeah. Right? Because <laughs> I agree. Yeah. If you start in the Old Testament, it, it can it can be confusing. A little right? overwhelming, yeah. Right. Because <laughs> when Jesus came, and as Christians we follow Jesus, so when Jesus came, a lot of things kind of changed. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. a lot of the old practices we used to have to uphold religion, they kind of fell away because we now live by faith and we're saved through grace and not by works. And so a lot of that changed. So I highly recommend starting in the New Testament. Now, with that said, some of my favorite passages of Scripture, my favorite <laughs> stories are in the Old Testament. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, so I, I do love to read the Old Testament, but but to just give reference, the, the Bible is not, it's unlike any other book, right? It's it's made up of, you know, 66 different books. We have 39 in the Old Testament, and we have, uh, was it 23 in the New Testament? Something like that. Hold on, I had it here. <laughs> You're making me do math. Yeah, yeah, sorry, no. yeah, so there's 39 books in the Old Testament, then there's 27 books in the New Testament. Uh, okay. I was close. Um, so yeah, it's split up like that, and within that you have books that are specifically on the law, then you have books that are on history, you have major and minor prophets, um, then even when you get over to the New Testament, you then have um, the Gospels, which are the, the direct stories, you have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John where they're talking about the lives of Jesus, which is also where I tell people to start if they're just starting to read the Bible, mm-hmm. read read about Jesus. Um, then you have, you know, the the letters from Paul, and that's a lot to do with, like, theology. And so you have it kind of broken up, and I'll actually share a link uh, down in the description of the podcast of a really good, like, blog post about how the Bible's split up and it has different reading plans and stuff like that. So I'll share that down below if you want to look there. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end mine right now because I feel like I've been talking forever. But... Uh, <laughs> Um, but I will say that when Jessica and I first started attending Grace, we started reading this uh, reading plan, and it was, if I remember correctly, it was in my Teen Guys Study Bible, which I used up until I was like 25, and then I thought it was time to grow up. <laughs> yeah. Do love that Bible still, though. Um, but it was in the back of that, and it's just, it starts you back in Isaiah and brings you all the way like through the Gospels. Each day you read a little bit about Jesus. So you mm-hmm. read a little bit in Isaiah about the prophecies, and then you read some in the beginning of the Gospels. and. And so it really takes you through the life, like even before Jesus was physically born on earth, it takes you through the life of Jesus. So actually, I, I did a video on that on my channel a while back, and I made a PDF for it. So I'll link the PDF in the description here, too. So if you're just looking for a fresh Bible plan, I think maybe it's a 30-day plan, read so, that. Yeah. that. That plan was so good. So, okay, that, that's my whole little thing is, is it really helps you to start out if you understand how the Bible is different from other books. Mm-hmm. And, and then you kind of break it down and you read it book by book. Like, so... I wouldn't always recommend reading just different passages. Like I never recommend just flipping to a part of the Bible, reading that and, you know, word to live right there. Uh, I recommend reading a book in context and in whole. Yes. Um, That'll give you the bigger picture uh, of what's going on at that situation. And you don't have to freak out about not reading the Bible in order because the books of the Bible aren't actually in chronological Mm -hmm. order anyway. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Yeah, because you can actually buy like chronological Bibles that have the books in in order. But yeah, the Mm -hmm. Bible by itself, like, you know... Creation starts in Genesis, but Genesis was not the first book written or the oldest book to date, um, which that is Job, I believe. I think so. Yeah. Okay, Teresa, do you want to talk about? Uh, Well, I just wanted to say that if you want to read 
um, straight through the Bible. If you, and I know a lot of people do plans where you read through the Bible in a year. Um, and I joke that the last time I did that, uh, it took me two years. <laughs> so that's okay. If you get behind, it's okay. It's not about the time. It's about the time in the word. I know for me, when I get to the books of numbers and, and books like that, where every other word is something I don't know how to pronounce, yes. Um, that can really slow you down and discourage you and make you want to quit. Um, or you just sit there and read blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And uh, that's not very entertaining. So I would get my Bible app out and I would, you know, put that passage in and I would let my Bible app read it to me. And then I would read along in my Bible, but you don't even have to do that. You could just listen to it. Um, but that helped me when I was doing, doing my reading plans. I've still got to admit, I've not made it all the way through the Bible in in a single plan. Right. right. I believe I've read all the books of the Bible at different points and times, but I've never mm-hmm. made it all the way through the plan. And the, the one time I made it, the first time I think I made it like 90-something days in, um, I for the majority of those days, I listened to it. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was easier. Yeah. And, and yeah. it was. One <laughs> of my things was that um, I think that the devil tries to distract you any way he can when you sit down to read the Bible and to really try to focus on your time with God. So I would suggest turning your phone off. Um, I keep a notepad there because I get distracted by thoughts of, Oh, I forgot I needed to pick up milk Mm -hmm. and I'll sit there through my whole devotion thinking about that. I need milk. Um, and I don't want to forget that. So I keep a notepad to jot down things so that I can quit thinking about them Mm -hmm. and then get back to my study. Right. And yeah, and on the the same line, like sometimes I read my Bible on my phone. If that's the case, flip it over, like do not disturb or like airplane mode. If you right. Have it. Because on the Bible app, you can download the, the translation so you don't actually need internet to be reading. So you mm-hmm. flip it over to airplane mode and it's kill any point. notifications. Yeah, because somebody will text you every time. Every, every time. time. <laughs> yeah. I do recommend though, in like when I go to a, like a quiet time or something like that, mm-hmm. I, I try not to even take my Bible in there with me. What I'll do is I'll write down a particular scripture or something mm-hmm. on a piece of paper and I'll only take that in there because you, oh, you never okay. want to read the Bible more than when you have nothing else to do, right? Because mm-hmm. when you're, you're in a quiet time, you're trying to spend that time and meditate on this scripture and really talk to God. And it's all of a sudden, the entire Bible becomes interesting. I guess it's a good thing, but if that's not your goal for that time. Right. Um, so I, I just take like a, just a single passage and try to go meditate and, and think and just, you know. Uh, really focus on God. that passage. Yeah, exactly. And so, of course, in that case, I don't take my phone or any electronics at all. Right. Yeah. And going back to the reading of uh, the Bible in a year thing, I haven't even, I've never even tried to you do that. tried it? No, because I knew that I was going to fail. <laughs> And I'm like, I, I mean, I've done, I do think that I have read all of the books of the Bible at different times. Right. But I have, I really have never even tried to read it all the way front to front to end. So I tried a zillion times. I've done it twice, but I've tried a zillion times to do it and I'll get distracted somewhere along the way. And then every time I think I have to start back in Genesis. Yes. So I've read Genesis a zillion times. I've, yes. <laughs> I've read Genesis so many yes. times. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I, I'm very familiar with creation. <laughs> yes, <laughs> everybody knows that story. Yeah, yeah. Jessica, you want to tell us about your your suggestions for beginning to read the Bible? Yeah. Um, so something that I like to do even now, um, I like to take different colored highlighters, or they actually have um, they're kind of like crayon highlighters that don't bleed through your pages, mm-hmm. which is yeah. great because I hate whenever it bleeds through my pages. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes pens too mm-hmm. will. Like you can see them. You might not be able to see the color on the next page, but you can see the lines on the next page. Mm -hmm. Um, So I take different colors and I try to read a whole chapter or half of a chapter at a time. 
and color in my who, what, when, where, and why. Mm-hmm. So I'll take like pink and mark all the who's that is being dealt with mm-hmm. in this passage. And then I'll go through and do a different color for what and when right. and where. And then eventually after you get one, it's may, it makes you read the chapter like how many ever times you're going to highlight. So right. you could be highlighting like six <laughs> different things, but you've read that chapter six different right. times. Right. And then it also at a glance when later on, when you go back to that passage, you'll be, you know, that section of passages mm-hmm. that you're reading, you can see who, what, when, where, and why just at a glance. Mm-hmm. So you don't necessarily have to read it again. Right. You know what's going on and stuff right. like that. So I think that that's, that's helped me a lot to just be, to understand where and the reasoning for what they were doing and stuff like that. So right. I really like doing it. And that. it makes your Bible pretty. It, it does. does. <laughs> yeah. And you look very like spiritual that. when you open it in oh, front yeah, of your friends. Yeah. <laughs> you have the rainbow Bible. Yeah, you got the rainbow yeah. Bible. Yeah. I did that one time with the study of First John, and I I uh, put a heart around the word love every oh. time it came up in First John. Oh, wow. And so when I when I flip through my Bible, I see all those hearts, yeah. and it just yeah. reminds me that That's was just awesome. a really good study. So. Yeah. yeah, and it, the word love is in there a lot. A oh, lot. I, I, yeah. I, <laughs> now I will say one thing I really like about the the highlighting method, though, is it it really makes you figure out answers, mm-hmm. right? Like one thing that mm-hmm. I love about preaching and speaking in particular is. I really get down like into a passage, yes. right? Because you have to, you've got to figure out all the answers because you know when you walk out those doors and everyone's shaking your hands, someone's yes. going to ask you something. Yes, and you better know it. And you better know it. So at that point, you really, really study. And I think I say in the grow class, I talk about how sometimes we'll take a thousand foot view of scripture where we're just reading, kind of like speed reading through it and we're getting a big picture idea. Right. But when you highlight like that, you're getting a, close up and personal, you know, microscope view because yes. you're looking at who it's about. And then mm-hmm. not only that, you're looking at where they went and then you're looking at why they went there. Yeah. And it's, you're suddenly getting so much more detail out of, you know, two sentences mm-hmm. yeah. that you probably s- speed read through a hundred times. Yeah. Right. And yes. it also yeah. makes you like, sometimes I'm bad about reading and not knowing exactly where they were mm-hmm. or where, you know, the distance between where they're yeah. going or why they're going there and stuff. And so it helped me do like background on, how far these places were. It helped me have um, perspective mm-hmm. of how far they walked and their journey and their right. travel and just things like that too. Right. Yeah. I remember we, I think Teresa actually talked about a little bit in her sermon, maybe one or two sermons ago where you're talking about how far they actually traveled oh, to yeah. get where they went. And how then, far they walked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just in the, in the, the church in acts, like how far they traveled, like the work they put in, like we read the highlight reel, but there was a yes. whole lot of background oh, stepping yeah. that happened. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and to realize that, you realize how dedicated these guys were and, I mean, how much just went into everything they did. Mm-hmm. I, and that's how, just digging into Scripture, there's so much there to find that you can study the same passages over and over again and get something new every single time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah it, really, it really is. Because I, mm-hmm. I remember um, when I first started teaching youth, I, we were going through the book of Acts, and I remember teaching through that. And I found, like, some of my notes and stuff, from where I had actually taught whenever I was uh, first started teaching youth, mm-hmm. and then like rereading those passages now to to preach it, you know, in big church, to preach it in big church, and it's like, yeah, you get something entirely different. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's, I think one thing I love about scripture is like God is always using it to speak to you mm-hmm. at, at different points in your life. Yes, because mm-hmm. you're yeah. always going through something different, a different mm-hmm. phase in your life. So that's one thing I would recommend too. Not even in any kind of notes here, but. Like if there is a, a book of the Bible or a study you've done in the past, go ahead and do it again. Yeah. Go ahead and read it again because God will speak to you so much more like the second time around or, or maybe not more, but in a different way. He will. You know? 
So yeah, never think that you've read Genesis too many times. Right. Right. I'll never forget. We were at a conference and a lady was going to speak on Adam and Eve. And Mm -hmm. Honestly, I just kind of rolled my eyes. I was like, man, we know this story. I wanted to hear something I didn't know. (laughs) And that's awful because my eyes were opened. I learned so much that day that I did not know. I had not seen. And my eyes were opened. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah. And that's one of the ones that we remember. Yes. That that was years ago. Yeah. Okay. I I think I know which one we're talking. Are we talking about um, Shari? Shari, when she (laughs) did on the the sword guarding the the, tree. Yes. 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 I still like. I've probably preached that message four times because <laughs> it's so. She gave me so much content. Yeah. I know what you. I mean, when yeah. she flipped, yeah, she flipped Genesis and um, Adam and Eve. I'm like, oh, good, okay. Oh, yay! All right. I needed something new, well, and we got something yeah, new. Yeah, we was, didn't know. It, I, that was that was. I'll give it to you. That one was really good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, never be afraid to revisit something you've already read or studied or heard a sermon on. I mean, right now is perfect time to be reading through Acts as mm-hmm. we're kind of going through it as a church, to be reading it in your own time and seeing how God's using it to speak to you. Yes, individually, and, not yeah. just what somebody else is telling you it says, right. but what he says to you. Right, because right. we get up there and we give the message that God gave to us, but God may have a different message for you out that's of it. That's right. And I mean, if that's the case, we would love for, if you're part of the GCC online group, to you know read the passage that, you're, that we're going through that week and share it in the group and tell us you know how God's using it to speak to you. Yes. Yeah. So we encourage and we learn so much from those kind of conversations. Mm-hmm. I know I'll, I'll read a passage and I'm preparing to speak on it. And then uh, Pastor Dennis will read it and he'll give me like his input on it. I'm like, I didn't get that at all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's good though. We're That's using good that. stuff. I'm writing that down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, okay, did either of you guys have anything else to share? I see, Teresa, you had like soap and some other methods. Did you want to? Well, I do use the SOAP method of study, which is, um, it stands for scripture, observation, application, and prayer. So you can read through your scripture and then just kind of think about what observation, what that scripture is telling you. And then application would be how you can apply that to your life and then how you can pray about that scripture and just go ahead and pray about that scripture. And that makes it more personal Mm -hmm. and you feel like you're actually, it's applicable to you because Mm -hmm. all scripture is applicable to us right now, but sometimes we have to dig for that. Yeah, I agree. And I, I really like the SOAP method. It's one of the first ways that I learned to, if I remember correctly, I think you had actually given us a paper or something that had oh, like the yeah. little, little soap is like maybe copied yeah. out of a book or something. I don't I know. Think I think it might have been it was at the, yeah. 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 We came on as leaders. You gave out a thing yep. for the students. I think yep. we used it yes. quite a bit. And that's, I mean, it's one of the first ways I learned to study the Bibles with the soap method. Mm-hmm. And I still think it's incredibly powerful now. I Me mean, too. it's something I still use. I think we went through your journaling class not too long ago and you gave it yes. out again and, yes. and started using it again. And I, <laughs> I think it's it's a really good way. I mean, anything that can kind of make it easier for you to journey through the scripture, mm-hmm. and, and that one really makes it practical and brings the scripture into your like your life. Yes, which I think it's awesome. Helps you to focus and and pay attention, so you can come up with those answers. Really, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> okay, guys, I hope that you learned something during this podcast. We thank you so much for joining us for another GCC talk. We hope that this has kind of sparked your interest, gave you at least some new methods to use, gave you a better overview of the Bible that's just helped in some way. If so, we hope that you will go and leave us a review on iTunes. It helps more people find the podcast. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. We love you. We'll see you next Monday. Bye. Bye.